lock and load. This is GeorgiaCarry.org Radio with Georgia Carry's Executive Director, Jerry Henry. GeorgiaCarry.org is Georgia's no-compromise voice for gun owners. The leader in the fight to reclaim and expand our Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms. Here's your host, Executive Director of GeorgiaCarry.org, Jerry Henry. Welcome to GeorgiaCarry.org Radio Hour, this beautiful Saturday morning in downtown Atlanta, Georgia, like we always have. I uh, got a couple of things I want to tell you first uh, before I introduce my guest today. I want to remind you that we uh, started a, a signature series raffle last week. Uh, we have a beautiful Colt Python 357 Magnum uh, that is uh, laser engraved with John Monroe's autograph on it. These firearms are hard to come by. They've been discontinued for quite some time. And this is one that John has had in his collection for a long time, and we were able to acquire it from him, and uh, we're raffling it off. Uh, it's a beautiful raffle, if you, uh, beautiful pistol. If you haven't seen it, go to georgiacarry.org and look at the store, and you'll be able to see it. It's $20 a ticket or 6 for uh, for 5 If you buy five tickets, you get the six ticket free. Uh, we um, also want to remind you that we're looking for a co-host for the program. I've uh, had a couple of people apply, and I'd like to have a couple more at least. And uh, we'll take a choice of the of the best ones that we come across. As many of you know, if you read the the update last week, we had our uh, annual GCO board meeting and dove hunt down in Ty Ty, Georgia, which is just outside of Tifton, for those of you who don't know. And I will report that there were plenty of doves who had their lives saved by flying in front of us. It was not a good not a good weekend for dove hunting. Uh, I think the weather had something to do with it. And uh, we didn't, didn't get a whole lot, but fortunately Chuck had an awful lot of uh, deer meat and other uh, wild game that he had uh, had got on some of his hunts. So we had a great eating uh, time, and we had a good time, good meeting. And one of the things that happened at that meeting is that we introduced, or we, we voted, not we, they voted, as I'm not a member, nor can I vote. Uh, the board voted to replace one of our uh, floating board members. If you remember a couple of years ago, we said that we would, each year we would add uh, one or two people onto the board or I think it's one board, one person now. We added two at that time. Every year we add one for a two-year term. And uh, Cindy uh, Wheeler, who had been a board member, uh, resigned earlier in the year when she and her husband moved to Tennessee, and that uh, her her term was up right now at September. Uh, anyway, so we replaced her with a, a guy by the name of James Rankhorn. And James is my guest for today, and uh, I think you're gonna you're gonna learn a little bit about this young man, and um, I'll just bring him on, and I will let him introduce himself. Uh, welcome, James. Hey, Jerry, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Glad to see you. Or glad to hear yeah, you. Appreciate being on the show. Well, good. Uh, I know a few things about you, and I'll tell him a few things, and I want you to to kind of go ahead and. Uh, expand, etc. I know that you are a veteran. You were a member of the Marine Corps. Yes, sir. And how long were, did I you did, serve? Uh, 
four years. I, I joined in 97 at the age of 17 mm. and uh, got out in uh, August of 2001. Mm. So uh, did you see any action? I did not. I, I did a lot of traveling, uh, Korea, Thailand, Japan, Australia, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of training missions and things like that, but I didn't see any combat. Well, a lot of people a lot of people have to, to do that. You know, I, I spent uh, four years during Vietnam, and I never saw any action. I never got out of the United States, as a matter of fact. Never went to sea. So uh, some of us have to, some of us don't. But uh, you, like right. I, gave a blank check that we were more than willing to do so if the government, if the country wanted us to do it. That's right. So yeah, and it was a good time. I, you know, some days I miss it. Most days I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always, I always had to say that you know I wouldn't take a million dollars for the t- experience that I had while I was in the service, but I wouldn't do it again for uh, ten million. So you know, it's, it's just right. one of those things. It, it's a, it's a gr- good learning expense experience. I always said it was a good thing to cut the umbilical cord. You know, you you're right. on your own at that point in time, and you either grow up. Or you just fall apart and uh, and and your life is gone. That's right, and they, they make sure you grow up fast too. Oh yes, they, they do. Take their time with you. And one of the things you learn though is that no matter where you go, uh, you don't have to know anybody when you get there, but you'll know somebody when you leave. Yes, the, the camaraderie in the military is amazing. You like you said, you just go anywhere and and not know anybody, and everybody treats you like you, they've known you their whole lives. Oh, yeah. You feel like you have by the time you get done. Now, where are you originally from? Are you originally from the Valdosta area? Uh, no, sir. I actually was born in a little town called Dayton, Tennessee. Oh, it's okay. about 40 miles north of Chattanooga. Right. I know where it is. About 27 there. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, we moved to Georgia uh, probably I was five or six years old, and then just kind of bounced around South Georgia, Valdosta, Homerville, Waycross, Douglas, just kind of in this general area. And then I settled in Valdosta shortly after getting out of the military, uh, 2002, 2003. I moved mm-hmm. over here. I've called this my home ever since. Yeah. And you're um, you're married. You have yes. uh, you two. have one son, two sons. Uh, one son, two daughters. Oh, one son, two daughters. That's, okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah. you're not very proud of them, I know, because I'm, I'm following you on Facebook, <laughs> and I've never seen a picture of them on Facebook or anything like that. <laughs> you have to follow their mama if you want to see pictures of them on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I think we follow her mama, too. Uh, yeah, uh, Lacey is uh, his wife, and and she and James are always one of the guys that are helping around the uh, the time of the convention. They they help with the auction. They help collect the money afterwards. And they're the, the type that if there's anything that needs to be done, if you find them, you'll get it done. And we're we're very happy that she's involved as well. I am, too. I mean, she she's a great woman. I mean, she's got good taste. You know, <laughs> Except in men. <laughs> <laughs> Some people would argue that point, but I, I think she's got great taste. And she she really, you know, I do a lot, I feel like, for – for Georgia Carey and other other projects that I'm involved in, but I couldn't do that without her. Right. I mean, we we have two kids at home full time, and then you know I have, a, I have my oldest one I had before I got married, and so you know she she has to juggle them when I'm not around. You know, yeah. out doing gun shows and festivals, and right. you know doing that kind of stuff. So she's a she's an integral part of me being able to do what I do. Oh yeah. I really appreciate her for that. Oh sure. Well we do too. And I understand that because I've got the same situation. I don't have young children, but uh, you know, I've got 
30-something horses at home that somebody's going to have to take care of if I'm not around. <laughs> and uh, and I have uh, spent an awful lot of my time, uh, my life, uh, on the road traveling uh, until the last oh, 10 or 15 years. I still get out every once in a while, but for the most part, I'm around here. But I have spent, like you, an awful lot of time with Georgia Carey. And if she's not, if the wife is not going to uh, allow that and not uh, be, be uh, supportive of it, we're not going to be very good. So we've got to give uh, all our wives uh, all the credit that we can possibly give them because they're a big, integral part of this. That's, that's very true. You know, without them, you know, we would, wouldn't be able to dedicate the time that we dedicate to, to the causes that we believe in. That's correct. We... Um, also, uh, James is uh, the coordinator of the South Georgia Georgia Carey uh, chapter, and he uh, founded that chapter, and that's the first chapter that we uh, ever had here in Georgia Carey. That's right. Yeah. And uh, uh, that, been going on for two years now. I right. Think. Right. And uh, doing a very good job. Uh, we don't have the membership down in that part of the country with Georgia Carey as we do up in this part of the country, so it's a little bit tougher for. James to run down some of the members down there uh, doesn't make it any less important, but it makes it a little bit more difficult because uh, I say that that people in the people from South Georgia and people from the mountains they got the same attitude basically. I don't you know, I don't need a stinking license. I'm going to carry a gun whether you like it or not. And not you know it, it's they don't they're not as concerned about getting caught because uh, th- that's just the life that they brought up with. Uh, and occasionally one of them will get in trouble, but for the most part, they don't. They're still out doing whatever they want to do. They still think they're free people, and they're not going to join organizations as rapidly as someone in a big city that, that has the thumb down on top of them all the time. That's right. You know, and I find that a lot, you know, doing the festivals and the gun shows and talking to people when I get a chance. And a lot of them, they really do have that attitude of, you know, I, I carry a gun and Legally or illegally, it don't matter. You know, I'm, I'm going to carry it, and, you know, I don't need to be involved in any organization. I want my name on a list, you know, those kind of attitudes. So it, it's it's difficult. I think we're we're under 100 members in the in the Lowndes metro area yeah. uh, down here. So, you know, it's – and we still get 12 or 15 at every chapter meeting we have, and we do them every other month. So yeah. I think having, having that type of participation for such a small membership down here, I, I, I think, speaks volumes for the type of – members that we have in this oh area. i think so too and the ones that you do have are very dedicated they're not just guys that are fly by night that uh just happen to show up because somebody uh, saw a sign outside so there was a meeting there they are involved in what's going on and, and they help us get bills passed etc so that's right uh we're coming up to uh, uh, the end of the first segment here want to remind you to go to georgiacarry.org our website you can uh, join you can uh, now you can buy tickets for the raffle uh, you can also see everything that we've ever done. You can get all the contact information for me or anybody that's uh, listed on the website. Uh, you can uh, renew your membership. You can uh, see everything that we've ever done and find out exactly who georgiacarry.org is. Also, I want to remind you, go to uh, Newstalk1160.com where you can download the commercial-free podcast of this show, and we will be right back. And now, back to GeorgiaCarry.org Radio with GeorgiaCarry.org's Executive Director, Jerry Henry. Welcome back to GeorgiaCarry.org Radio Hour. 
I'm here today with uh, James Rankhorn, our newest board member, who will be a member for the next uh, two years, in fact. And uh, we've just been discussing a little bit about his personal life, etc., and and what he's done. And, and uh, to continue on with that, you're a firearms instructor? Yes. Yep. Uh, NRA certified for probably the last five or six years. And then when Georgia Carey brought out uh, their curriculum, uh, I helped review that after Chuck put it together and mm-hmm. then went through the, the second class that Chuck put on at one of the conventions. Yeah. Yep. to uh, become a GCO certified instructor. Yeah, I went through that one. I think I went through the first one, but uh, so I'm I'm the same way. So uh, for those people who really want to talk about gun safety, come see us. We'll be more than happy to talk about gun safety. Everybody knows that the, the antis, the gun prohibitionists, have started using gun safety in place of gun control, but we'll really talk gun safety with you if you want to talk about it. Uh, you've also, uh, in the past uh, year or two, uh, put together a uh, BB gun team down there. Am I not correct on that one? That That is correct. We started, um, we actually went to 4-H camp um, early this year. Uh, went through their coaches program for the 4-H safe uh, teams. And so 4-H offers archery, skeet, and BB air rifle and 22 rimfire uh, rifle teams. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't have anything like that in this area. And, you know, I have a passion for being an instructor and I, I really like kids. Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of a, a good match. And, uh, the guy I work with is really big into 4-H. Uh, and so he, I mean, he was talking about trying to do something youth, you know, gun safety type classes and stuff through 4-H. And then he, he mentioned the safe teams mm-hmm. and so we went to the 4-h people and talked to them and they sent us to training and our uh sent a, a submittal to georgia carry and georgia carry helped us out with uh, getting some startup funds there and mm-hmm. that allowed us to buy uh, a team of rifles so there's seven kids on a team so georgia carry helped sponsor that and got us seven rifles uh, bb guns we shoot at five meters and, and i think um, i think they have the georgia carry logo uh engraved on the uh stock of the farm the stock pretty pretty cool yes, huh? yes they do. <laughs> it's pretty neat yeah and so we really appreciate that and the kids think it's really cool and uh we shoot at five meters they shoot four positions uh prone uh, kneeling setting and standing and then they do a um written test on gun safety mm-hmm. that's worth another 100 points and so a perfect score would be a 500 and you know they they compete as a team and we have um, eight kids right now that, you know, starting the school year here, the, the, the season starts with the school year. So we'll, we're getting heavy into practice now and we'll probably do our first competition, uh, right after the first of the year. Mm-hmm. And then the state championship is at Rock Eagle in May. Yeah. So well, hopefully we'll, we'll score well enough to, to go to the state this well, year and hopefully and maybe maybe place pretty well hopefully that that's a that's of course the, the goal that we want for everybody um that's you right. know uh one of the things that along that lines uh that a lot of people don't know or may not know or have forgotten uh georgia carry also sponsors the georgia high school uh shooting uh georgia high school associate shooting sports association shooting whatever it is uh gs yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh those people. We uh, we also sponsor their BB gun program, and we sponsor their um, uh, the state 
uh, the all-state uh, rifle team. There's ten people that are normally named to the to the all-state rifle team, and we recognize those people. And it's a GeorgiaCarry.org uh, state rifle team for the high schoolers. So that's a good program. And, and of course, the purpose for it is not only because we like kids; it's also to to bring kids up to understand the the purpose and what can happen with a firearm, the good and the bad. And let them know what, to, how to handle firearms, etc. And hopefully, those people will be a lifelong uh, gun owner and sports shooter or whatever for the rest of their lives, and and maybe someday be in a position to where they have to uh, and will be able to uh, save their own lives because of some of the instruction that we uh, put on in early days. Yeah, and you know we need more advocates for the Second Amendment. And I think you know teaching teaching kids at an early age that guns aren't bad it's you know you can use them in effective ways and you can use them for educational purposes you know through the rifle uh teams at the high school level they actually do scholarships there's Mm -hmm. actually um several sec colleges now that are that have rifle team air rifle teams oh yeah provide scholarships for these kids oh yeah and then you know uh, obviously there's the olympics as well so you know it's not just hey let's go shoot at the range a little bit it's it's a sport that can grow with the child up into college and provides that foundation that, you know, guns, guns aren't bad. Guns are a good thing. You know, you can use them for, for good stuff. Right. You know, sets that foundation for them. Oh yeah. Uh, and that, that's what we do up here too. Um, uh, the, um, the Georgia youth shooting program is up here in Griffin and, uh, they send people to the nationals all the time. They send people to the to the Olympics, and um, they start off. and And most of these kids that go through, or an awful lot of those kids that go through those programs, will wind up with a scholarship before it's all over with, and a full ride. And it's not. I mean, people don't realize you can get a full ride for for being a good shot, uh, but right. you can. And you you know, people need to understand that. So in the field, there's not a whole lot of kids that are doing it. So, I mean, if you're a good shooter, chances are high. You know, just like you said, it's rare that a kid goes through that whole process and doesn't get a scholarship because there's so many scholarships out there and so few kids actually doing the shooting sports. So I think it's good. You know, start them. My kids are fifth to eighth grade um, in five meter BB. Mm -hmm. And then. After that, they move into either air rifle or air pistol, or yeah. they can go into skeet if they want to go skeet. And then uh, once they get, I think, 10th grade, they go there. It opens them up to rimfire. Right, right. So I think they it's, have uh, different that, avenues. Yeah, that's the same way it is in the high schoolers, uh, not the 4-H program, but the regular uh, shooting program that they have. Uh, they uh, they work their way up, start off at BB at, at an early age, like eight eight years old or so, and work right. their way through it. Um, we also, um, let's see, you're, what else do you do down there? You've done more than that for us, I think. I know that you, <laughs> you, uh, you do the, uh, all the festivals down there. You do the gun shows. Yep, the gun shows. Yep. We set up for all the gun shows and do all the festivals. And in fact, uh, last weekend we actually did the South Georgia Pride mm-hmm. and, uh, got some really good, uh, feedback on that. Uh-huh. Uh, Somebody, um, Bruce actually sent me a, an email yesterday. Somebody had uh, messaged him on the Georgia Carey Facebook page and told them how proud and happy they were to see our booth there. Yeah, we've, and so we've had those. Feed, it, it, we've had some of those feedbacks before. You know, we've been doing the one here in Atlanta now for I don't know five or six years, and yeah. uh, 
the uh, the feedback on that is I, I think that that helps our position more from from people who are are not LGBT but just regular citizens who say, look, these guys are are these guys are out for the for the right reason. Just like we say, we're here to help you protect yourself. We want to tell you how to protect yourself, and uh, we want you to to help us pass the the laws that allow us to do that. I saw right. on, I saw one of your I think it was a, a Facebook post that somebody uh, you said that we were down there and somebody said well uh, do you think somebody Georgia Carey might not be too welcome there and you came right back and said oh yes we were not only were we welcome we were here last year and we were called and asked to come back and that's yes. what happens with you know that's that's one of the funny things that I've seen happen with with our open carry luncheons and, and dinners and so forth, you know, when we first go into a place uh, that's not used to seeing a lot of guns around, they, they're they kind of apprehensive about it. But every time when we leave, they're always like, you're welcome here any time you want to come here. Come on, come you know? on back. Sure. Please come on back. Sure, sure. Yeah. And I've had people, I've had people tell me when I go in to get something to, to eat, to, to carry out, take home to the wife. Uh, they say, well, you are going to eat here, aren't you? I said, no, i got to go home. So, man, I just felt so much safer while you were standing around here. So, <laughs> so it just, Yeah, we, we experience a lot. You know, we do the, the chapter meetings at local restaurants. Right. We do them every other month. We just had one this past uh, Tuesday. Right. And uh, we, you know, the members just kind of run around and try to find us a spot. And we, we've got three or four that we rotate through, and they're always happy anytime I call and you know, tell them who I am and what I want. They're like, sure, absolutely. I don't, oh, yeah. don't ever get any pushback from anybody nope. on it. So, you know, we're, we've been very blessed with that. And a lot of people are, are very open and receptive to, to us and our calls. So, well, I think one of the things that a lot of people don't understand, you know, they see somebody with a gun, they're, they're kind of trained to be scared. And then when they find right. out that, hey, we're just like everybody else, we're not in here causing any trouble. We're here if we if trouble arises, we will we'll face that trouble. But we're just we're just everyday people coming right in here uh, and having dinner, having a good time, and and making everybody feel comfortable. Right. We're coming up to another break here. Uh, segment number two is just about in the in the can, as they say. I want to remind you one more time, go back to georgiacarry.org, our website. You can find anything that we've done. You can check uh, on any of the uh, uh, laws we've passed. There's a good FAQ section. Uh, you can contact me. You can find my contact. You can follow us at Georgia Carry on Twitter. I'm at gotyourback 64 You can download the commercial-free podcast at newstalk1160.com, and we'll be right back. And now, back to GeorgiaCarry.org radio with GeorgiaCarry.org's executive director, Jerry Henry. Welcome back to GeorgiaCarry.org radio hour. Uh, once again, James Rankhorn, uh, newest board member of GeorgiaCarry.org, is my guest today. And we uh, want to touch a little bit on... Um, most of the guests guests that I have on it are I know that are members of GeorgiaCarry.org. I always ask them the same thing: How did you get involved with GeorgiaCarry.org? Um, at a gun show, which I think is where a lot of people found Georgia Carry originally. Um, and the first time I went by the Georgia Carry table, I didn't even sign up, and so um, I just talked. There was a 
a gentleman down here who was running the the gun shows at the time named uh, Jim Story. Yep, Jim Story. And me, me and Jim stood around and talked for probably a good hour, and um, I didn't sign up. I'm always skeptical, so I uh, didn't sign up and I uh, went online, and I was a, a active member. Started to be an active member of uh, Georgia Packing, the, mm-hmm. the gun forum, right? And a lot of a lot of guys on there, are Georgia Carry members, and uh, just started talking, asking questions, and doing that kind of thing. And finally decided that it was a, a really good organization, even though at that time it was pretty young. Um, I think this was probably 2008. Yeah, it was young so, in 2008 because we. Yeah, it was a young organization. Right. We we. Uh, I joined uh, January of 2008, and um, I believe we had about 400 members when I joined. I'm not really sure of the number, but that's that's pretty close to where it was. And right. we were just going like crazy after that for for the longest time. <laughs> it was hard to keep up with them. I mean, we had to uh, – We when it started off, you know, we didn't have a membership coordinator. We just had uh, the officers, Ed Stone and, and a couple of the other guys that knew a little uh, bit about – well, Mike Knighton. A little people knew a little bit about computers. They uh, input the the members as they uh, came in, and at that time it was pretty easy. But all of a sudden we started getting three and four and five hundred members a week, and sometimes even more than that. And so they had to get somebody that that could devote a little bit more time to it than them just sitting down there. Plus the fact that uh, at that time uh, most of the memberships came in uh, by snail mail. And so if somebody didn't go by the post office a couple of days in a row, the next thing you know, you got tons of them to put on there. So uh, <laughs> that's how we that's how we got a membership coordinator was because they had to do it in order to get the members in, uh, get the the uh, respond to the members and tell them, yeah, you are a member. So we've it, come a long way. I, in fact, I, everybody that's joined here recently gets the really nice hard credit card style oh, yeah. membership card. And I got the my first one was the old laminated, right. you know, almost like a business card that right. was laminated. You right. know, and that, that's what we got well, you know, actually, way back then. So we, actually, if you look at it, uh, it looked a whole lot like the old uh, Georgia firearms license back then. Somebody did it with a crayon right. and, and laminated it and went on. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody got their second grader at the dinner table one night. I was like, here, make some cards for That's people. Right. You know? Yeah, we we uh, we have come a long way in an awful lot of those things, uh, and and that was one of our big problems was getting people in the membership uh, of it. But so you you started going to gun show, you started packing, or started uh, uh, posting on Georgia packing, and it wasn't long after yeah. that that somebody talked you into joining, huh? Yeah, and so I joined, and then you know. Um, I got involved with Jim's story, and we started mm-hmm. doing gun shows together. Um, so pretty much every gun show that come to Valdosta, we were doing, mm-hmm. me and Jim together. Right. And uh, then Jim, I guess we probably did that for maybe a year and a half or two years or so, and then Jim started having some health problems. Right. And uh, he, uh, his family was, I think, in Florida. Right. He, Tampa he, area. Right. I knew he and, moved uh, he down ended there. up moving back. Right. Yeah. Right. And so when he moved back, I just kind of, Stepped to the side and got into that position, and pretty much been in it ever since. Yeah. Just doing the the gun shows, and then I guess it was probably three years ago. You know, we a lot of conversation around the gun show coordinators was you know the gun shows just felt saturated. You know, like everybody that comes to gun shows pretty much knew who we were, and if right. they were going to sign up, they right. already had, and if they weren't, they weren't going to. Right. And so 
that's when we started branching off, you know, all of us kind of talking. And Facebook has helped, and Georgia Packing, and Twitter, and all that has really helped, uh, you know, sharing of ideas and things Mm. like that amongst us guys that do the the coordinating of the gun shows and everything. And so we started looking at festivals and Mm -hmm. things like that and getting out of the normal kind of gun guy, gun girl type culture and get into more normal avenues of, of meeting people who right. may be gun folks but just don't like to go to gun shows and be associated with that type of environment right. you know they, but they do want to come into the to festivals and fairs and things like that right. so well one of the things that kept us out of festivals and fairs was the public gathering law we couldn't go to, to yes. one until 2010 and so it was at least 2011 before we got into any of them almost and, and there were still some local preemptions that they they wanted to to keep us out because of the firearms, and there are still some who are private that won't let us go. But uh, for the right. most part, we're we're welcome just about any festival we go to, and it's the same story. When you go up there the first time, it's like, well, I don't know, we're going to have a whole bunch of guys up here with guns, and you know, we're we're we got to watch these guys, and and um, and then we go. And then the next year they call us up and say, hey, you, you know, y'all coming back? We want you to come back. You know, it's the same same story. It's it's we're leery of you to begin with. But once we get to know you, man, we really like you. Yeah. And, I, and I, out of all these years, I've never had it go the other way. I've never had somebody no. at the end of a festival come up and say, hey, don't come back. Right. You know, they're all, they're always very excited. Right. You know, I've never even had a neutral response. I've never even talked to, a, you know, a coordinator of a festival who's just like, yeah, you know, take you, leave you. Yeah. They're always really excited yep. at the end of the thing, you know, how well everything goes and how well-received uh, well we are. Right. And so it it's always, it used to surprise me. Now it's just the norm of like, yeah. yep, I know that was going to happen. Yep, that's <laughs> so, exactly right. I had one of the cities, I want to say it was Gainesville, Georgia, but I'm not sure. It was one of the North Georgia cities. They were having a, a uh, festival up there, and they called me uh, beforehand after we had applied. They called me beforehand, and the lady said, I've just got to talk to you because nobody really knows who you are, and we want to know what you're, you know, what you're doing, what you're up to, and things of that nature, and just try to give everybody a good feeling of, about allowing somebody with a name like Georgia Carey to come to this uh festival and so i talked to her and told her exactly who we were what we did you know and and so they said okay we went and then the next year when they start sending out emails we we're one of the first ones to get an email say come on back so uh it is it is kind of a it's probably a different um kind of probably a different point of view than what we originally thought but like you say now it's just it's every day it's getting up and going to the office every day same difference that's right so, um, what uh, have you got any other plans for um, for what you're going to do in South Georgia besides go um, to work? Right now, and we're just <laughs> we're just working hard. Now uh, we're uh, we got one more uh, South Georgia chapter meeting. Like I said, we do them every other month, so mm-hmm. we'll do another one of them in November. And then um, usually we have a gun show in uh, November, early December. We'll we'll do that. And then hopefully after the holidays, uh, you know, they'll usually do another gun show. And then the, mm-hmm. the spring festivals start, you know, March, April, May. Yeah. It's when all the all the festivals kind of hit. So yeah. well, we're one thing, to keep our ears open. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of the things I want to talk about, though, I want to, want to tell the other people about, you may not like it too much, but, you know, every year we have a uh, a Texas Hold'em poker tournament 
and the way I remember it, the first two or three years that we had that, a fellow by the name of James Rankhorn won. And then all of a sudden, I, I, believe, the, I believe the last couple of years, somebody by the name of Lacey Rankhorn has, has beat him every time, if I'm not mistaken. That, you're, you are not mistaken. <laughs> so. she, uh, she has definitely uh, come in and... It's funny because, you know, for a long time I used to come to meetings and talk about my wife and everybody thought I was making her up. Right. And then like she comes me. to the convention and now she's <laughs> <laughs> come to the convention and plays poker and then she just beats everybody. Oh, yeah. So now everybody knows who she is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, it's, I'm, it's a good time. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Nobody knows I have a wife unless you've been to my house and met her. She doesn't, right. uh, she doesn't get out a whole lot. and uh, But, you know, she allows me to, so. And that's a good thing. And I say allows because that's what it is. You know, <clears throat> been married almost 46 years and if she didn't allow me to, I wouldn't be doing it. But uh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but it's uh, that's a good time that's had by all at all the conventions. It doesn't matter to me who you are. If you come to our convention, you can have fun. And we could tell you some stories that that uh, would would probably keep you uh, in stitches for a while if we of things that have done while we were there and things that we'll probably do next year you know we, we've got a big convention coming up next year it's our 10th year anniversary we're still waiting to sign the contract on the venue but it will be a different venue and uh, we have some pretty big plans if we if we get these plans to pan out uh, i think it's going to surprise an awful lot of people about what we're going to do next year well this was it's another always great go ahead I say it was always great. Oh, yeah. The convention's always a a wonderful time. Right. We're uh, coming up to the end of our third segment, which uh, has really flown by. It's, uh, it's, uh, but it's been fun as usual. And it's kind of what I expected when I asked uh, James to be on here. I want to remind you one more time go to georgiacarry.org, our website. You can find anything you want to know about us on there. You can join. It's $20 a year or $500 uh, for a, a lifetime membership. Uh, you can get, uh, uh, you can follow us at Georgia Carey. You can follow me at uh, Got Your Back sixty four. You can download the commercial free podcast of this program at NewsTalk eleven sixty dot com, and we'll be right back. And now back to georgiacarry.org radio with georgiacarry.org's executive director, Jerry Henry. Welcome back to georgiacarry.org. I'm here again with uh, James Rankhorn, our newest uh, GCO board member. And we've just been chatting a little bit about who he is, how he got involved, etc. A couple of things we might want to talk about is there's some some, uh, national gun bills that we want to we want to start contacting our uh, representatives on. That's uh, HR uh, 38, which includes HR 2909, which is the National Reciprocity Bill. We would like to see that passed. And the SHARE Act is uh, something that we explained on the show last year, but or on the, uh, last week. But that will help us in so many ways. It's uh, a sportsman, uh, sports and hunting uh and recreation bill, something along those lines. I forgot what it actually means. But it's a, a bill that will help us with a, uh, procure hunting uh, lands from now on. It'll, it'll do away with the sporting purposes uh, clause of the ATF. It'll allow us to carry on uh, Corps of Engineer property if we don't, if they don't already change their, their uh, uh, regulations. So there's an awful lot of things it does. So you want to 
go ahead and, and uh, make sure you start looking those up, start contacting the representatives and uh, letting them know that we are for that bill. Uh, the uh, That also includes the SHARE Act, also includes the Hearing Protection Act. So uh, we want to do that. Uh, I want to go back to James. We just uh, we were talking about the convention and, and how much uh, fun we always have. One of the things that we try to do at Georgia Carey is we, we try to have fun no matter where we are. And uh, we, we and usually try, succeed. We, we usually succeed. You're exactly right. And you will have fun next year at the annual board meeting, I can assure you. You may not have a lot of fun at the other two, but you will at the <laughs> annual com- meeting because it will be down there in your neighbor, neighborhood. Um, That's right. The annual meeting, as we uh, mentioned in the uh, update last week, uh, we go down to Chuck Turney's house. We have a, a dove hunt in the afternoon on Saturday. We come back. if we Whatever we get, if we get anything, we cook it and eat it. Chuck's always got some extra deer meat, et cetera, that we throw on the grill. And he's an excellent cook. And his wife, Faye, is an excellent uh, hostess. And we just go down and have fun. And after it's over with, we'll have a drink or two. And then the next day, we'll get up and we'll have our board meeting. And then everybody will part ways. So uh, it it is a good time for, for us at any rate. And um, Looking forward to it. I think you'll enjoy it. Um, what else? You got anything else you want to say today? Well, just, you know, if anybody's out there that's not an active member of their local chapter, there's uh, several local chapters around the state, not just mine. So um, we were the first, but it has sparked. I don't know what the number is now. I think there's five or six. Uh, well, we, I believe state. I believe we've got seven, but I'm not sure. I think there's seven. Okay. I'd have to go back and count the numbers myself, but... I believe there's seven right. of them. And, you know, the board and Georgia Carey leadership has been very receptive of that. And so I really do appreciate that. You know, it was brought up several times at a couple of different conventions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in your, in your kind of deadpan way, you always say, you do it, I'll support you. <laughs> and that's... <laughs> so after hearing it a time or two, I'm like, well, this is obviously something that, that people won't so right. let's give it a shot and see what happens and and we did and now you know that it's it's taken off and i think uh some of the ones up around atlanta area probably do uh, a meeting a month they do whereas down here we do yeah. we do them every other month and it's just a good opportunity to get together and talk to people that have like minds face to face instead of just chatting on facebook and things right. like that and right we uh try to bring Maybe not a guest speaker, but, you know, maybe one of the members is a subject matter expert on something gun-related. You know, mm-hmm. we've we've done talks on uh, NFA law, how to get suppressors and short-barreled rifles and machine guns, and uh, how to lawyer cut and talk about setting up the trust. Um, U.S. Law Shield mm-hmm. has come and done presentations at meetings, you know, with their offering their service that they do. Uh, just different things like that that we get together. Uh, we did a AR-15 build right. two years ago, right. I think it was, and then we raffled that off and then actually done pretty well with the raffle on that. And one of the local members got a one-of-a-kind, mm-hmm. you know, South Georgia chapter. You know, I sent uh, – you had the lower right. sent uh, laser engraving. We had the GCO logo put on it, South right. Georgia chapter. Right. You know, 2016 put on it and all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. got a nice one-of-a-kind gun, you know, that uh, 
I think the guy that won it bought the ticket right before the raffle. <laughs> so, Doesn't matter. He, he bought, bought it. one ticket right before he drew, you know, and so hey. it's a, it was a good time. Yeah. And I really enjoyed doing that build. And some of the other ones have done group builds where everybody's bought parts and they've come together right. in one session and, right. and built the rifles and stuff like that. So we do have a lot of good times when we get together. Yeah. And we, um, the venues are very receptive and, right. You know, I know the guys up in Atlanta, sometimes they'll do, the venues will actually do like a 10% discount and things yeah. like that and yeah. donate some money to Georgia Carey for yeah. us doing events there and things like that. So it definitely helps out. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, and I would uh, I would uh, point out one of the things you left off, that I have been down there to speak uh, to well, your you group. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, was I believe say, you come down for our fa- our first anniversary so the first so we Something, did ours i'm not sure when first meeting in september so yeah. the second september we did you and uh, parker come yeah down. me and tim parker came and, down uh, um and we had a good time um i, I think that was one of the weekends when we were going to have uh, the uh, annual uh board meeting i think tim and i came down there the day before uh, to uh, to come to that and and be with them down there at your group and then we went back up to Tifton and waited for the next day to go out to, to Chuck's to to try to scare some birds. Uh, <laughs> but but I I, uh, I, I kind of liked the way you said that. I always said that. And so you just thought, well, I'll try it and see if he's still, if he's just feeding us a line or if he will really do it. But, try to uh, see if he's serious. Well, I, I'm normally always serious when I say that I'll do that because there's so many things that, that we need done here at Georgia Carey and that we've, we've had done, but one person can't do it all. And it, it, right. to me, it's a much, much better run organization if we have an awful lot of members involved instead of people just sitting at home waiting for us to tell them what to do. If they can get involved and, and do things, and that's one of the things we always tell people too, you know, you should be involved in your local politics because that's where your next uh, representative or senator may come from. It's, it's from a county commissioner or a city councilor or a mayor or something. And you need to get to know those people and decide whether you want them uh, to vote on the state legislation that's going to come before them. Uh, and the best I place is very important to get to know them people. It is. And, and you also, by uh, being a little bit active, you can see what's happening in the in the areas. There's an awful lot of cities and counties that have gone back and and tried to um, to violate the preemption law. And when we get word of that, then you know normally what I'll do if somebody tells me that somebody's violating the preemption law, I'll tell them to write their their if it, whoever it is, uh, you know, uh, commissioner or uh, county commissioner or, or councilman. Write them a letter and tell them what they're doing. It's against the law and that, that they need to, to reconsider that. And it's amazing the number of times when people do that, they come back and say, yeah, you're right, we, we can't do that. And they'll go to the to the committee or uh, to the commission or to the uh, council and say, hey, we can't do that. And mm-hmm. it gets dropped without us having to get our attorneys involved and, and you know, all the other stuff. And it gives... It gets you known in the area as well. If you're one of the guys that will stand up and stop some of these things, it gets you known to the local politicians that, hey, if it has something to do with guns, we better check on it before we say we're going to do it. And, right. uh, and, and that's I think good. that's one of the reasons why Georgia Carey has been so successful in its short term. I mean, we've only been around for 10 years. And, right. you know, if you go to org and look at our website, 
and kind of look at the before and after and the things that we've got accomplished in just a decade, it's it's amazing. It is. And I think that goes back to our membership being those type of people that are willing to, to step up and, and call these people, call representatives, call city councilmen, you know, and be involved in the process. That's very important, you know, to get this kind of stuff done. That's correct. Well, uh, this segment, I believe, James, went just a little bit faster than the other one. We got, we're coming well, up to the end is. of this program. <laughs> it's already over. I want to thank you for being here, and uh, good luck uh, in the future here on the Board of Directors. I want to remind everybody, go to georgiacarry.org, our website. You can follow us at uh, Georgia Carry. You can follow me at Got Your Back 64 on Twitter. You can uh, download the commercial-free podcast uh, at Newstalk1160.com. Uh, We will be back next week for another show. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to GeorgiaCarry.org Radio, hosted by Georgia Carry's Executive Director, Jerry Henry. GeorgiaCarry.org is Georgia's no-compromise voice for gun owners. Join us each week for information on protecting your Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms. GeorgiaCarry.org Radio, Saturday mornings at 8 only on News Talk 1160, the talk of the town.